This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. In order to be Kavea Sam Limud, the Yontiv, I picked the Saudi Sharm. Said Yisharim was written by the Redzina, who was a Goyin Adir in Halacha. Um, he was also a Hemshech of the Ishbitzim Messiris, which is one of the Polish Shachsidim that sort of emanated from Pshischakotsk. It has its own very, very um, unique niche. It has a certain Hamaka, tremendous Oymik, with a tremendous Yoifi together. The uh, Shalshalas that we have, the first one was the Mea Shaloach, was Marcha Yosef, and then it went to son Reb Yaakov, his grandson, the uh, Balatrelas, Reb Gershon, and um, it has its own extremely, extremely unique Chasima. Reb Hutna took a lot from there, Reb Hutna was Yonik a lot, Mitzav the Tzuras Advarim, the way words of Chazal are extraordinary. And I felt that this is something that Yontif is appropriate to get a little bit into the Yontif and Yanim. The, um, he, one of the problems of learning it, besides the, the deep Nikudis and so on, is also the, um, he, he runs on in Yanim point to point without really breaking and stopping and sort of, uh, it's saying what he's asking, what he's adding. It's, it just flows, and it's very hard a lot of times to know um, what exactly where's he starting, where's he ending. And I'll try very hard to give it some structure, and we'll go through Kefir Kano a little bit of the Nyanim. The um, first one is going to be the shtickle that we're going to do tonight. Is a uh, it's it's in Said Yisharim on Lil Pesach, and it's going to be a shtickle base in the Sefer Lil Pesach, and uh, we'll try to go through it and point out the different Nikudas. He's he's speaking about the pasuk v'hoyekesh olcha bincha, and he says ha'inyan sheheitzev Hashem yisbarach zois hamitzvah shiyeh be'orach she'elo. It's, the, the mitzvah is given as a v'hoyekish olcha. The tzuras mitzvah is to, um, when you ask, you're supposed to answer. The normal uh, understanding of it, the moral speaks about it, and this is fairly common, is that the question is supposed to serve as a backdrop for the terrets. That was that the question prompts the terrets. There's a lot written about the maila of a terrets when it's come to answer kasha as opposed to when it's just a statement and so on. He has a very, very different Nikuda. That the Torah says that there's a point of mitzvah. The, the focal point is rather than it just being introductory. So he brings a Zohar Kodesh. The Zerah Kodesh says there exists 
three levels of Giluyim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu with regard to our probing and understanding. There is something which is Lokayim Lachayla Klau. It's something which is, it, there is no Makam for Shaila, um, such as the Mishnah Chagiga, that Malafani, Malachar. There's a Chalik of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, call it Gilui for the best, for the, for the lack of a better word, that is totally off limits, totally withheld from us, and we have no makom shail over there. There is something, and that's something that, in a sense, is not that difficult to understand. Everyone understands the human mind is limited. Everyone understands that we have gvulis in our mind. So it it does make sense. It might be frustrating, but it makes sense that there's a chelik of the bria with shaila. Um, doesn't even have a place. It's it's beyond Shiloh. That's fine for us. The third darga, where we have, um, there's a makom that's kaima l'shaila ulasava. It's for shakla v'tayr for a question answer. That's the most understood for us because a person is asking, answering, um, engaging in the um, in Tavotayra. In understanding and so on. That's that for us is is the easiest one to understand. Those two. So the last one we really understand well. The darga of asking and answering. That's chachma for us. That's Torah for us. That's that's idea. The darga where we can't ask at all. We can also accept begrudgingly. But that middle darga, yeshma the There's a chelik that's there for shaila, but not for teretz. Vehine he says. So now he's going to explain. He's leaving this aside. He's putting this aside a minute, and he's going to explain the uh, the um, mahalach of what was going on in Yitzias Mitzrayim. What was the tachas of Yitzias Mitzrayim? He says the birur zayis hakedusha she yisrael olo b'machshava hagam shenizbarak var gabe oves hakedushim b'tachas hashlemus, even though. The, the, the shleimus of Kalal Yisrael, of Kalal Yisrael's teichet, Kalal Yisrael's content, was already uh, finished with the Ovis. So what was needed more than that? Once we got to Yaakov, Yaakov has a Shem Yisrael on him. Yaakov is called Yisrael. So, so once the Shem Yisrael is applied to Yaakov, what's, what's further? Why Mitzrayim and so on? Hagam Shem Akarishbaruch's ultimate desire was that the Kedushas Yisrael project itself on the entirety of the Bria. If you remember, Ramchal says that the Tachlis of finding uh, Avraham Avinu was to be attacking the world. Akarishbaruch created a world, and he wants a world with Tikkunai. After the Chatevara Rishon, the only way we, we needed to draw out a, um, a, a, a certain subspecies, so to speak, um, a certain Neta Neamon uh, um, that would be faithful to the original plan, and, and recreate Suras Adam. Avram was that Shoresh, it developed in Yitzchak, it reached completion, Yaakov, as it says, that Shufa the Yaakov like a Shufa of Adam Rishon. But, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tachlis was not 
to create a perfect yochid. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tachlis was to be mashpi on the Bria. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to create a nation because the unit of the Bria on, is a nation, not a person. So we ne- so since HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to be a spashit, galim rochok, avol kol ha-pa'ulos, Let's discuss this and let's um, explain explain the point over here. Whenever you have a um, whenever you have a new stage, when something is going from point A to something that's defined as point B. The difference between somebody, the marshal, as a child grows, he becomes bigger, taller, heavier. You can't distinguish a gadol from a cotton simply because of the size, because that's just a bigger cotton. What distinguishes a cotton, a girl from a cotton, has to be something new. Shtei Cyrus. Um, it, it, there has to be some mark. Chazal could not have used anything else. The Torah could not have used anything else because we need to have some marker that is, um, it's, it's, it's disjunct. It's not continuous from that which was there before, but it's a new start. So therefore, we have a, a new aschala. And that Haschala gives us a, a, a new barrier. When you go from one stage to the next stage, there's going to be a point of narrowing of the first stage until you get to the second stage. Let's give a marshal to something the Bria. The Bria is full of things that give us Meshalem. A caterpillar is born. Mazel tov. The caterpillar becomes bigger. It eats and becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And that goes from being a small caterpillar to a large caterpillar. At some point, it metamorphosizes into a butterfly. Before it metamorphosizes, it's hidden in a cocoon. And and it, it's mitzamtim itself. It becomes sort of shrunken. And that's where it develops and comes out as a butterfly. A person wants to create a new dart. So you take the entirety of the person's mitzvahs, it's condensed into seed, into human seed, and then it becomes, um, and it becomes once again a new person. Same thing with a plant and so on. So every time you go from stage to stage, there's going to be a point of compression where the thing will just about disappear and then come out again. So from the point of Yaakov Avinu's uh, demise, or completion, realization of his completion, to get to the next stage from when Yisrael becomes Am Yisrael, you need to have the tkuf of Hester, Helam, Hatsno'o, is the right word for it. So 
So Golos Mitzrayim is called a Meitzer. Um, it's a narrowing, it's a constriction, a condensation, a compression of that which was there before. And he says, and he brings a Zerah Kaddish that says, Min it says, I called the Kaddish Prophet out from straits, from narrow straits. So he says, Min Shari It's not important for us, but it, it's, it's um, from, it, just like a, a person's zokun, this pa'as koncha, this point from which the, the beard is seen to emanate. So, in other words, the narrowing means it becomes narrow to a point of possible new beginning, a, a, a compression that will allow for the emanation of something new. Hainu, kemoya deya be'ese mishpashetas ve'eredes me'amoach she'berosh lichnois bislapshus klipulashal adam. He says, um, anatomically, this has a counterpart. When you have a person's head, which is his machshava, and a person's, it then, it then goes down through the neck, with the spine, the nerves, which is a, a significant narrowing of the head, and then to emerge in a much more enlarged format. So he says, um, it goes through a very narrow and constricting place uh, called the, 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 the neck. Um, in other words, when you have that stage, it has, on the one hand, it has left the stage of thought. It has not yet assumed the stage of activity. Give a marshal. Um, a person who, a, a, a person plans an idea, thinks about it, develops it, really, really, until the idea becomes full. But then when he starts the actual implementation, you basically start from the bottom, there is a learning curve, there are problems, it falters. It's not a continuation because it's now moved into a different stage and every different stage goes through. What happens is it stopped being an idea and now started becoming reality and that comes in that Mokram Sarvedachov. So he says, um, Hell. This, this description of that helm is Toshuri Mirosh Emona Dogori. It says Kaisal sings from Rosh Emona, that's the Gori. So let's just briefly review. So his point that he's now the point that he's now making is the the process of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, the process of Golos Mitzrayim was a transition from one phase of Kali Yisrael to the second phase, from the phase of constructing the perfect Adam, who is the Adam HaKadosh who had in mind and wanted, to constructing the nation that would carry the Shem Yisrael and carry it through and carry it out and so on and so forth. Um, there was that process. Vihine, now, now he goes back to this point. Vishah Sahelum we distinguish three stages in that 
um, in that process. The first is when the caterpillar has disappeared into cocoon, when Klayosol has lost its original ha'ara, when Klayosol is sitting in Mitzrayim in Golis. Bishas ha'helem, when it's a zman of Hester, less l'shayla klal. There's no mokum for shayla. Ki kishenelam ha'orim ha'tfisa, nechta shayla b'nafarim when it's a zman, when the zman is correctly labeled as ha'aloma, as disappearing, then asking questions is asking questions about an area that's off from us. I can look at a caterpillar and understand it. I can look at a butterfly. Whatever's in the cocoon is not available for um, inspection. Ula, but there is a moment. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu begins, when the new light be, breaks out, it says, the Zerah Kodesh says, why is it called, why is it after the 10th of the month? Um, what's the significance? In the 10th of the month, you should take a Mishkul Chu, say Zerah Mishkul and so on. So he says, because... That's when the sun really begins to illuminate the moon. It's 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 uh, the word Yevli here is like re- refers to the same in Yom Kippur, in terms that we can understand. The tenth of the month till the twentieth of the month, the moon is at its bright phase. Till the tenth of the month, it just barely beginning to come. From the tenth to the twentieth is its bright phase and its disappearing phase. So he says. As I roya adam hishtanus, what the person sees at that moment is change. He doesn't even have the ability yet to understand the change, to quantify it, to describe it. But he notes change. Let's give a marshal. When a person is, when it's dark at night, it's dark. When a person um, sees the sun, it's light. There's a time at night when a person close to morning, when a person notices the darkness is different. I don't see light yet. I can't call it light, but there's a difference. Um, and I know change. Nothing more than that. Um, that's that moment of Shinui. It's a very special moment. And he says, um, b- uh, this is called this chachus of a chaydish. Like it says in the Zohar Kaddish on the Pasuk, Shir Lashem Shir Chadash. What is the Shir Chadash? So the Zohar Kaddish describes that um, Betzim, the, 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 it's going on the time that Shir Lashem Shir Chadash most strongly presented itself was when David, when they put the, the, the urn on the parois, and they started saying Shira. So the, the, the um, so it says, in the Zohar, and he's quoting, When they, as soon as they put the urn on them, they started saying Shira. Um, that's, and as soon as they took it away, they started bellowing like any other cow. So he says, um, 
והיינו שחדושות הוא רק מצד תפיסת הבריאה, שיש בו איסיישנוס. זה סרט נקלף הקודש ברוך הוא, there is no חדוש, because it's the same on חוגר השכוחה. אבל כלפי אוס, there is a moment of change. In other words, um, it's as if there is routine, change, and a new routine. And at the moment of change, it says that all the animals say shear all the time. Our behemoth says a shear, but it's the same shear. When it changes, that's called chidush. So anytime you have some sort of ischatshus, that, um, that is where you have change. The, then I'm skipping a few lines, skimming a few lines down. That's the moment of that question. What's different? In other words, there's not more than an answer at this point. All I know is it's different. So um, the, the, there's, 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 in the point of transition, we mark it by having, um, uh, by describing it as change. And the only thing we can describe it with is Manishtana. He says, that's when that shayla manishtan is chal. Because hischel Hashem is baruch lahoyer zayisaktusha shenigmur kvargabavisaktoishim. That's the moment when Hakadosh Baruch took the ktusha that had already become complete as a personal ktusha by all this. That should enlighten us as a whole. That's that chiddush creates the shayla manishtana. Tonight we recognize something's different. Everyone can sense it. Machmas the siyarosh and his chadish chetzusi the siyarosh chazal alay because. It, there's a new glow to the moon tonight. In other words, it's, it's, he's going back, he's using the marshal before. Every time there's a new glow on the moon, we inherit as chidush, as chidush. The Torah is not talking about somebody who doesn't have sense. So somebody who could be makir, that the shinuyim, that's what the Torah is talking about. So let's go back a second, and then we'll finish the last point that he's making. Um... The last point that he's making is going to be that uh, the the uh, so so up to now he says as follows the the the, um, the, the night of Tzitzit Mitzrayim was the beginning of the next phase. It was there had been Yaakov Avinu was Shlemus of of uh, Tzuras Adam on a personal level. Klaisol then retreated, or was was retreated into a cocoon of Mitzrayim, of a Mokum Tsar, Goy Bikarev Goy. It developed into an Uma, and they would later become this Uma. But at the point of transition, there's there's so as long as Klaisol Mitzrayim, there was no Mokum Shaila. When Klaisol came out, there was Hakir and Drisha understanding. Um, become Yisrael and so on, but there's a, a very special moment in time 
when change is beginning and we don't have yet a tefis in it, that that's the Zman of Shaila. In other words, the Zman of Shaila is the Zman to be Koivea, um, that's in fact that there is a Shina. Now the list point is going to be, why is it significant to mark that point? What's the point of it? so he says like this. Let's say a person, let's say somebody um, wanted to stop me off in business. I didn't have any pinosa. Somebody gave me a lot of, so somebody invested a million dollars with me and we bought a business. The business earns 5%, 10% a, a year on it. So even if I'm running the business, I know very, very well that the other person is the one who started it. Without him, I'd have no business. And I'm not going to Mashain came. If I have somebody who, and nobody gave me anything, and I started myself picking blueberries and selling them and then taking the money and investing it and building up a business, at that, if, if it's successful, I'm a self-made man. I lifted up myself on my bootstraps and I owe nothing to anybody. That's my feeling. That's my attitude. Um, it's the, the moment of change, the moment of racious, the moment of aschala really, um, really gives the perspective on the entire enterprise. That's why it's very important. Chometz is something that has a lot of my input. I stood and I patched with it. And, and, and I, you know, yes, I started plowing water, but it really, it, the bread is a product of the Shvach in the past. I, 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 I let it rise, I combined it with the right ingredients, I made it something. Matzah, you know, as best as could be represented, is sort of, I just passed the flour and water on to the stove. I, I really did nothing. I mean, it's very hard um, to, you don't pride yourself, ah, this matzah I made, this is my matzah, you can tell this, this type of matzah, I mean, to some degree, obviously, yeah, but, but, but I'm talking about in, in real, a cake, oh, this is my cake, this is my creation, this is my recipe. In, in matzah, there's almost no human nakuda. In order for a person to recognize that everything is milamala, we need to have that type of hakdama. And therefore, he says, um, if a person were to eat chametz at the night of Shinui, that's dangerous in that sense. Because then the person could say, we, yes, we had some wonderful grandparents. We made Kaisel. Kaisel started with us. Um, so therefore, we eat matzah where we dehare this as being a hemshech in a very hidden way from what was there, that we have no input in it. And then he brings the Zerah Kodesh. Once we eat matzah, which is a certain, it's, it's therapeutic, to know and to understand Emunah, take this prophylactic therapy, 
and until they don't have this, lo yischaza eat something else. Kim the Once they eat matzah, which is a refuah, mikanu lahola yischazilay chametz. Now they can eat chametz. Veyechon lei doyechon leskon. They won't be. You know, once we recognize at this moment of shinui, we recognize that that um, there is a kadosh baruch hu. It's a kadosh baruch hu. Then there's no problem and. Further on, you see that every gateway, at every transition point, there's a mitzvah. And then when it becomes a kri, there's trumas and and then when it becomes a dough, it now there's mitzvah chala. In other words, at every rashis, there's going to be a certain type of gateway that protects you, and and the mitzvah is put there so that we recognize that it comes miashem. Um, let's just kind of. Recap the things that he says. He says the first thing is that a uh, um, a person, the understanding of Yitzias Mitzrayim, the understanding of the process where you had a tkufa of in the Bria Zalom from Avram to Yaakov Yisrael, where there was a, a perfection of Surah Adam as a Yachid. To the next stage, where you had um, a helm, where Kaisal had to disappear off the map and become something which is hidden from everyone. That was Mitzrayim because they needed to move to the next stage, and then Kaisal blossoming as Kaisal. The, the there are the Zara says there are three ways in which we relate to Maisa Hashem. By not asking questions from the totally withholding areas of the Bria to the understanding and learning of that which is revealed to us, to that particular moment of Gilui, um, where you don't see something, but you recognize something has changed. And the way to do that is with a question. I don't have an answer, but I have a question. Side remark, uh, a, a bit of digression, but I think it's a very important. We feel compelled when we look around the world and things happen, especially the Kaisal or so on, to see it as Maisei Hashem. That's definitely so. But we also seem to feel that unless we can put a label on it, this is because of Lashon Hara, this is because of of, 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 of Yashem, this is because of Pas Yisrael, we don't feel that we 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 were so Maisei Hashem. It's not true. Maisei Hashem is something that I need to recognize. Recognizing alone is something significant. And just there are things in the world that are completely gone and we don't understand them. There are things in the world that we have and we need to understand. There are things in the world that are totally beholden, that are totally withholding. 
And it's important to understand that's also something. We need to recognize we see something. Manishtana is an avoider. The avoider of the night of Pesach is Manishtana. Hakara, even when there's no idea. And therefore, the, the, and then he says, this, this, it's a very significant moment. Because when we makir Yad Hashem at the Shoresh, way before we understand it, then everything else is under the head HaKadosh Baruch Dik. It's the head Yad Hashem Dik. And that's where we need, that's, that's the avoider of eating matzah on that night. A good moment.